Internet Traffic Jam, episode 396. Hi, my name is Vince Reed, lead generation expert, speaker, and coach. And if you want to learn how to generate targeted leads for your business using pay-per-click marketing on a mastery level, stay tuned because I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Battle Zone edition of Internet Traffic Jam. Vince Reed here, and what you're about to listen to is a mastermind I had with John Penberthy. John is an expert Facebook marketer, entrepreneur, and international trainer who's trained thousands of online advertisers and business owners how to get more traffic leveraging the power of the internet. He's the founder of Frontline Marketer, and if you're a person like myself that loves to get more traffic and leads, this is definitely an episode that you're going to want to pay close attention to. So sit back and enjoy the one and only John Penberthy. All right, I am live and I'm excited and it is battle mastermind time. I'm here with a friend of mine, an amazing marketer who you guys are going to absolutely love. And uh, my man, John Penberthy, come on here and tell us what's going on and why you're so awesome. <laughs> well, appreciate you having me on, man. <laughs> well, I'm so awesome. I, I have no idea, dude. I just, I just love marketing and I appreciate you having me out and I'm excited to to. Whatever this, whatever this holds, you know, battling back marketing, dude, this, this, is my, this is my jam, this is my thing, so I'm excited. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, the way that this works, for those of you guys who are listening in for the first time, um, you guys are flies on the wall, and it's just John and myself just kind of masterminding, getting better, talking business, and seeing how we can take over the world. So, John, tell us the quick Cliff Notes version. Like, tell us your story. How'd you get to be so cool? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm so cool, but I can tell you, tell you my story. By the way, let me just preface this because I've just recently broken my thumb. Oh, so if you, see, if you see this, that's, uh, you know, I'm not just putting it on to, well, that doesn't look cool at all. <laughs> so I, can, I can battle you with marketing, but I couldn't battle you physically right now. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, the quick cliff notes is, you know, ever since school, dude, I had a terrible schooling. I just did not get on well with it. I wouldn't listen to teachers. I was the class clown. I was always messing around and uh, I, di- I didn't actually get anywhere with school. I didn't get any GCSEs, no grades. And so I always joke about the fact that I had to do something myself. I had to build a business because no one would hire me. I had no qualifications and then what I was going to do. And um, so I went in and just dabbled on the internet, you know, and I started to hear about success stories that were coming out of this new internet thing. This was seven or eight years ago. And I actually got started with eBay. I was buying and selling on eBay and uh, you know, I was actually buying my friend. I used to ride my bike a lot at down at the skate park. I used to buy and sell my friend's bike parts and that evolved to wholesaling and all kinds of stuff. And then eBay led me into the realm of affiliate marketing because I purchased a training program that was going to teach me how to grow my eBay business. And I noticed it was on ClickBank. And I was like, hmm, what is this ClickBank thing? So I go through ClickBank, come into the world of affiliate marketing and do very, very well with that. And that kind of just took off. That was where I started making 10, 20 grand a month. Uh, just promoting other people's products. I was like, this is awesome. Now I want to start teaching this stuff. And then I found a love and a joy for teaching. And that's where we're at now. I have a marketing education company. We teach Facebook ads. We teach YouTube. We teach email marketing. We host events, masterminds, all that's good stuff. And that's where I've really found my passion is, is learning marketing, geeking out on it. We find what works. We find what doesn't. And then we go ahead and teach it to our customers. So that's pretty much the, the 60 second synopsis. Awesome, man. And it's funny, everybody's story is very similar in terms of the way that they come into it. And some people always say, man, it seems like everybody has the same story. Well, it's kind of like when people's backs are up against the wall, you kind of come out swinging and it sounds like that's what you did. So let's get into the mastermind. I know we're friends and all, but I tell everyone, man, I'm not holding any punches. Let's let's make it happen. (laughs) All right, cool. So, you know, like myself, you know, we have very, like I said, we have similar stories and we kind of found online marketing. And for us, we just, you know, we just saw it. We saw the, we saw the vision, we saw the possibilities. But in the beginning, 
like most of us, we don't really know how to make money. <laughs> it's like, we know all these things are happening. Tell me like, you know, how you make money, you know, like the process. And was there anything particular for you that kind of like clicked where you're like, okay, this is all I need to do. And I can at least structure it. Maybe I'm not making 10, 20 K a month, but I can pay my bills. I can make three to $5,000 a month. Tell me what that was for you from a marketing perspective, what you saw that allows you to actually start making money. Cause I think people want to know that they're like, okay, we get it. You guys can run out traffic. You can market your business, but where, where's the money part coming to play? Yeah, hundred percent. That's a great question. And, and you're talking about right back at the beginning, right? When I right. first started to, okay. Um, I mean, you can fast forward it forward. Like, what do you see today? Like, how do you, when, you, when you're thinking about driving traffic and, and obviously generating revenue, you know, how, what's yeah. your perspective going in? Like when you're trying to make money on your business? Great question. The, the, the best piece of advice that we give to our students, right, is, is understanding your audience. Like that is probably the, the best skill that I have and that, you, that anyone can acquire in, in this area of marketing. It's like if you don't understand who you are targeting um, and, and truly understand their pain points, their desires, their wants, their needs, their problems, their solutions that they're looking for. Like I think so many people in this, in this world of, of online marketing and, and online education, they're just, they're trying to take shortcuts, you know, with Facebook ads. It's like just slap an image together and just get it out there. And I think actually people focus too heavily on like their website, right? Or their sales funnel. And they're just focusing on that. And then it's like, oh, I've got to run some traffic. You know, I better just put an image on Facebook because I've been told that works. I better make a random post on Twitter because I hear that works. And you're thinking about like just these platforms and you're not thinking about how the user experience is on there and understanding your audience doesn't just come down to their emotional needs and their, their wants and desires. It also comes down to how are people interacting on a certain platform? How can you meet them where they're at? And how can you, and how can you actually draw their attention and their engagement on that platform and then throughout your funnel? So to answer your question with that context in place, you know, when it comes to me making money now, and even the same when I was right back in the beginning, it doesn't matter what affiliate product it was that I was promoting. It doesn't matter what you know, service or, you know, or product we have now. Like when we start a campaign where we're going to drive traffic to an offer and monetize that offer all the way through, it's like we need to understand and we need to do our homework. Before I, I've got a big team next door now. And like before we launch a campaign, we sit down together. We say, look, like before we even touch the keypad, let's map out who are we targeting? Where are we going to find them? What are their wants, needs, desires? We have this exercise called the pain points and desired outcomes. And, um, and then we move forward from there. And then we, then we map out the campaign based on the exact avatar we're looking for. And the cool thing about this is any of your viewers and, and your audience can apply this to whatever they're doing. Like it does not matter what you're doing. Um, don't cut corners. Don't be lazy with your marketing, understand your audience and then put the right message in front of them. So that's pretty much what we do, dude. I love that, man. Pain points and, and uh, desired outcome. All right. So, you know, you mentioned you have a team. I mean, before we jumped on, you were talking about, um, you know, you're doing interviews, you're growing, you're expanding. Uh, for, you know, someone like myself, who obviously we're constantly growing, what are some of the things that you're keeping in mind when you're growing, like in terms of specific roles that are going to allow you to scale? Because a lot of times, sometimes when you bring on too many people too fast, you're almost, you know, your attention goes to training and, and serving these new individuals versus keeping your eye on the things that were actually driving the revenue that put you in position to do that. So how are you distinguishing those roles to help? And, and specifically, how are those roles going to help you scale and, and do more, more business? Yeah, great, great question, man. We're actually in a position right now where we are just like, we're just really finding our feet when it comes to team building, because ever since the, you know, when I, when I first started like getting real results, I was like, okay, I need some, I need some fresh hands on deck, right? I need people to help me out with this. So I employed one of my, one of my friends, 
actually from my local church. And uh, he started helping and he, you know, and we were doing some great stuff. And then, and then uh, he needed to move on and someone else, you know, came in and I just kept replacing one, one person. Uh, and then we went to two and whatever else. I, I don't know anything about team building, dude. And I don't know anything about managing. In fact, I have no, um, I have no excitement in the idea of managing either. That's just not, it's not my thing. So then the next thing was, okay, I want to get, get rid of this headache of having to manage. And uh, so I brought in an operations manager. Um, and that was the, the point where I really felt like, okay, we're actually, we're growing a team now, right? We're actually growing a, you know, community and a culture within house. Uh, and we've just gone from there, you know, we keep growing. We've actually got an interview literally happening right next door uh, for another marketing assistant. You know, we're, we're hiring for an events organizer, um, uh, an events coordinator as well. So right now is actually, it's a timely question you've asked this because we're just finding our feet now. We're just like, it's been people coming on board and helping and it's felt like a bit of a jumble. And now it's like, okay, we've got six or seven people. Like everyone's got their individual roles. We're employing into new specialized roles because we know where we need to help. And so um, I was joking with one of my employees the other day. His name's Aaron. I was actually saying to him, do you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you, dude. My life was easier when it was just me. When it was, ju when it was just me, I'm a solopreneur. I'm just built. Like, I said to him, the, the, like, the biggest month I ever had was 225000 in a month. Um, and that was with me and my buddy, one friend. And, um, and, uh, and now we've got a bigger team. I actually sacrificed, you know, some income and I sacrificed some stuff to be able to, to be able to build a team because I realized it got to the point where it wasn't really about the money anymore. Like, I'm sure you've experienced that too. You get to a point where it's like, I've kind of like, I've achieved what I wanted to and, you know, I'm going to keep growing, but actually what's more important to me now than just traveling the world and just being a solopreneur is actually I, I get inspired and excited by building a team, building a culture, moving into you know bigger premises. We just moved into a new twenty-two hundred square foot office, which we're kitting out with a basketball net and like you know all it like cool. recording studio, all this cool stuff. So um, yeah, growing a team helps you scale, but also it, 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 you've got to make sure you're passionate about the growth and the vision that you see. Otherwise, it'll start to collapse because. Uh, real, real quick while I have you, I'm cheating. I'm only supposed to ask two, then you get one. Where, where yeah. is that growth? Where do you see that growth taking you? Like, what are the big visions for the team and the growth? What do you, want, what do you guys want to see? Where do you see yourself in three years? Good, great question. Like, I, I've got a very clear vision right now. Like, I, I'm dead set on marketing education. I freaking love it, dude. And, and like, the results we're seeing are phenomenal. So, we, we keep releasing, you know, um, uh, information products. Like I said, we have Facebook ad course, YouTube course. We're just about to launch webinars. Um, but now like where my vision is going from now is like having a department for everything that we need inside the company. So we'll have a marketing department, we'll have a financial department, we'll have an events department, we'll have a customer care department. Uh, eventually we'll have some software. Um, I, I'm not, I haven't delved into that yet. I remember I, I watched your uh, episode with Roland Frazier and you were talking about acquiring a software company. I'd love to ask you about that in a minute. Um, and so my, my vision now is like, we need to outgrow this place as quickly as possible. So we've got these three offices all the, all the way along this, our own little area, um, 2,200 square foot office. And that my key goal is now is like, all right, let's, let's, let's outgrow this as quickly as we can. Six months, 12 months. Um, and the goal is to eventually keep getting a bigger and bigger facility to where we can do more in-house training. So I want, I want to become the go-to place um, here in the UK for marketing education, you know, so we, we have our big event once a year. We have to go to London, you know, but now we still go to London to hire our little conference rooms. We can now start doing masterminds here for up to 20 people, but I see eventually having a conference center myself here in London, 50, 100, 200 people. Um, so that, that's where my vision is going, dude. It, it's, it's big at the moment. I'm excited. That's awesome, man. We're think big. I've never been to London, so I got to get to one of your events for sure. I would love right, that. Dude. So it's your turn. How can I, how can I serve you? 
Yeah, I, I actually want to ask you the same thing, dude. First, before I even get to the software stuff, like, you know, I, I want to hear more about Vince Reed's vision. I'm sure you talk about this with your audience all the time, but like updated right now, like where do you see your, your company going? Like what, what's, what's driving you? Because I'm sure you've, you've, you've hit that same thing of like, it's not about money anymore. It, it gets to that point and there's like, there's something bigger going on. There's a bigger reason why you want to grow your team, why you want to grow your organization and the products and the community. Like what, what's, what's driving you? What's the force behind Vince Reed? Man, that's a, you know, no one's really ever asked me that question. And I honestly never really share. <laughs> I never really talk about it. Um, it's funny. A lot of times people see me on the outside and they go, oh, he just teaches traffic or lead generation. But I actually have a lot of businesses and companies in the background running. But our big vision is honestly it's shifted over the last, uh, I'd say, six months. Uh, and it really started with a conversation I had with a friend of mine who I work, who goes to the same gym as me. He's in the entertainment business. The guy makes millions and millions of dollars. And I basically asked him a simple question. I said, if you had the skill sets I have when it comes to marketing and lead generation, you can get customers, you can get leads for pretty much anything. What would you do? And he said, I would basically use that skill set and I would go into up and coming companies who you feel either have, who you, could, who you feel you could dramatically turn around or you feel have, have massive growth potential that you could help. And I'd go in there and I'd offer your services for like equity or revenue share type type uh, situations, I guess you can say. So that's really what we've done. And our goal, we've already acquired like several companies and I mean, you know, very, very big, powerful companies that have really um, opened my eyes. And it was funny. A lot of these companies on the other side would have come to us for just simply, hey, want to be our, we want you to be an agency for us and run traffic for us. And that's how it started. But after a while, you kind of feel like you're just working for these other people. You kind of lose interest in necessarily how well they're doing. You just want to get them the leads or the traffic. And it's kind of on them to close. You have no incentive. So for me, I was like, would it be cool if like, instead of just taking on these clients and, and businesses as an agency, if I actually came on board, I was a part of the team and we brought our team, we put pieces in place and we were the marketing division of that company. So we have goals over the next three years to basically have about a thousand companies in our portfolio, um, which we've picked up, I think we're at six now um, in literally the last 90 days. And each one of them, we don't even take on unless they have the, pos the possibility of a million dollars in revenue per month. And that's yeah. kind of our thing that we're looking at. Or if they're not there, and not necessarily if they have to be there, we feel we can take them there okay. at a minimum. So that's kind of been the shift. And obviously, I've got my, my education company as well. We've got small communities. We sell digital products. But bigger picture, I just felt that there was a much bigger cause for the skill sets that we possess being guys that can help businesses get customers. So if you have a company out there and you'd like to partner with me, yeah, that's kind of our new, our new role. So it's kind of a unique way to acquire companies without spending any money. <laughs> so well, that, that's, that's, that, cool. that was, that was going to be my question. Is that, are you talking about fully acquiring customer yourself or, or a company yourself or just partnering with them and becoming. Yeah. Them? So companies basically we've been able to partner with companies for instead of like me paying you three grand or 10 grand or whatever it is to manage my ads. We say, we're not really interested in that. Does it excite us? I can do my own marketing, sell my own products and make that in a day, right? So we want to really help the company grow. We want to be a part of the team and we structure these deals with revenue and equity share deals. And we've been able to acquire a lot of companies that way. I'm leveraging our yeah. skill sets. So again, like the goal is a thousand companies in the next three years. And, and uh, it's pretty exciting, man. It's been a lot of fun. So Very that cool. answer your question. I don't know if, if that. No, dude, that, that's, that that's exciting, dude. And I, I want to use my second question wisely because I'm not sure. sure how long we have. So I want to ask you this for myself. And I also want to ask you this for everyone else listening. In. Actually, you don't, you don't get it yet, but I'm going to let you cheat. Oh, you get, like oh, you get, like you get another one after my next one, but it's okay, man. Take over. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already cheating. I do what I want. 
<laughs> oh, go ahead. What's up? No, what I wanted to ask was, you know, we, when we met up in Boise recently, you know, we, we just very quickly, like first time we met in person, we've chatted online, but we got straight down to geeking out on what's working for us. So like within your, within your education company now in the world of lead generation and customer acquisition, what is, what is that key strategy right now is to work in the best for you? Like if, if you were to give your best piece of advice for acquiring a lead or acquiring a customer, something new that you figured out, what would that be? I think that, and I, and I tend to say this often, for me, it's all about depth versus width. So there's two ways to approach your business. You can go after cold traffic. And if you're going to target cold traffic, where I think people go wrong is they simply just say they go out to the cold traffic and then they go, hey, um, I've got this thing, buy it, right? So you got to get a lot more leads to build a type of relationship to, get, to convince people to buy. People are a lot more stingy with giving up their money these days. Or you can take the route of like, hey, I'm going to build something and put myself out there and then do my selling to a warmer audience. So you got to make that decision. So if you've got a bigger budget, you can go the cold route. And if you've got a, a, a product that people will buy, but I guess the, the strategy behind most of the things that I do is I, I like to put out content and then I like to basically advertise to my content. I like to basically put my information out into a warmer, into a warm market. Um, very rarely am I selling anything to anybody who has no idea who I am. Not saying that I don't do that, not saying that you can't, but I'm just saying in terms of the overall strategy going on in my head, okay, I want to basically put something out in front of you that solves a problem. And of course, there'll be an offer. I always want to call to action where I could generate the sale from that initial contact from a, from a cold audience. But again, it's always, just think of it like a two or three step process. It's always like, I want to basically get that person to know who the heck I am. Okay, then I want to get that person to basically kind of like me. Okay, and then at that person, I want them to kind of, you know, trust me. And when you get a person at that last point, they're going to obviously be willing to buy more. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't buy anything from you if they have no idea who you are. That's not the truth. People always say, oh, people only buy from people they know, like, and trust. They just buy more from people who they trust, right? <laughs> so for me, I'm conscious of that. So I'm constantly putting out a lot of content up in front and then structuring my strategy. The offers that you were talking about when you get in with your team, and I think you said here you find the pain points and you, desi you give the desired outcome. My desired outcome is typically coming to people who are in – um, the zone of individuals who already kind of have a relationship with me. And that's why I think my conversions are so much higher than what you see where people just don't have the patience or the know how to structure their, their business that way. So it's a shorter, it's, it's slow, it's less money up front, but trust me, it's a windfall in the back end. If you can, if you can structure your business that way. Cool, man. Absolutely. All right. So my turn, <laughs> we did geek out by the way, um, in Boise, which was awesome hanging out with you. And, um, by the way, if you guys don't know, John is kind of a risk taker, a, a uh, I don't even know how to explain, not a risk taker in terms of bad, like a adventure seeker. The guy like scales walls and all kinds of stuff I had no idea how to do. That's another topic. Um, so, you know, we talk, let's, let's transition into selling digital products because what we teach and what we offer is work, right? We have to, you have to go in, you have to learn it. You have to spend the money. And then you got to, then knowing after you spend the money to learn it, then you already know you've got to spend money to run the ad. So people already shy away from it. Tell me like how you overcome that when you're selling digital products to people um, to get them to understand that yes, it's work, but obviously like there's a huge payoff if you master the skill set. Because I think that's why a lot of people who are good at marketing, they don't sell digital products teaching people their marketing because they don't believe people are going to do it. They would rather sell, let me show you how to make money or let me show you something else, even though they're using what the skills we have to sell those products. So selling digital products 
and I think it goes back to your pain points and desired outcome. Could you take us through like that process of how you would sell me your YouTube course or your Facebook course? 100%. So, so you're talking about overcoming this thing of like, this sounds like too much work. I don't want right. to join because it's just, yeah, gotcha. Okay. So like the, 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 thing, the thing about like our, our info products and the way we position them is that we focus so heavily on the benefits, you know, like we, we do, we do millions of dollars a year in with webinars. And one thing I've learned about like the most important slides that need to be in your presentation, and you can adapt this into your, your sales videos, your content pieces, whatever it is, but the most important, um, important points when it gets to the actual sale of your product is that you don't talk about how much training you have, right? You don't talk about how many modules they're going to get. You don't like that doesn't wow people. That doesn't excite people. If you say like, you know, and I've got this amazing YouTube course, you're going to get access to a hundred hours of YouTube training and I'm going to teach you keyword research for 10 hours. You know, they're like, gosh, man, that sounds like a lot of work. And especially don't use like your modules and your lessons as the stack, you know, like the stack being, you know, here's what you're going to get. You know, when you enroll today, you're going to get this, you're going to get this, you're going to get this and this, and here's the bonuses. Like don't make your stack sound like work because you will put people off. So the first part of this, and I'm going to get onto a second part in a second too. The first part is, uh, is actually just focusing on the benefits. So when I introduce my YouTube course to you, Vince, I'm going to say, you know, hey man, you know, and I'm going to be, we're going to be talking about your, you know, the pain points, the things you're looking to achieve, you know, and in that webinar presentation, knowing what you're interested in, I'm going to be talking about what my YouTube course can do for you. You know, are you looking for freedom inside your business? Are you looking to actually have these videos that you can just, you know, upload to YouTube one time and they can just sit there and generate you traffic again and again and again. So you can focus on the things in your business that you actually enjoy. What would it do for you to have an additional two hours free in your day to go spend time with your kids and your wife? Because actually you've saved two hours a day of trying to, you know, suffer through getting new customers for your business, like, and trying the latest gimmicks, the latest loopholes. And actually you could just have these YouTube videos set up, you know, on, um, you know, set up on YouTube, generating your traffic. And I'd say something like, you know, how many of you don't like the idea of shooting videos? It sounds too complicated. There's so many pieces to it. You've got to have a professional film crew to be able to do this. How many of you would enjoy if I just took you through part of the training, showing you how you can get set up and start making money in your business with just your iPhone, you know, and it's all, it's all real stuff, but the way I'm pitching it, you know, I'm pitching it based on the benefits. I'm not pitching it based on the facts of what they're getting because if it sounds too much work, they won't come in. But the interesting thing is the people who would potentially be put off by the work, if you focus on the benefits, when they get in, they will do the work. Makes sense. It's, this, it's, this so it's, it's, it's the old saying, right? People don't buy a drill because they want a drill. They buy the drill because they want a hole, right? Correct. So you're yeah. basically giving them the hole. And that's really important. And guys, you know, to me, that's powerful because I fall victim to not keeping that in mind as well. And I really appreciate you for that. That's awesome content, man. And, and awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll actually add one more thing to that too. Sorry to interrupt you, but just one more thing is like the second piece to that is you're, you're using the right messaging, but also it comes back to my first point of like, who are you targeting? Understanding your audience. So just a very, very quick uh, example of a shift that I had when I first started my business, because I was in you know, the make money online kind of you know, sector. And I made a switch from targeting keywords, like how to make money online, and the simple switch to how to build a business. Because that is a very, very simple example of two people typing something into Google that are searching for a very different thing. And they, they sound like the same on the surface, but actually they're not. Because the person behind typing in how to make money online, they're looking for a quick buck. They're looking for just give me some money without any work. I want to sit on a beach and make some money. Whereas the person who's typing in how to build a business, 
just by using that phrase, they've looked into this. They know there's some work involved. They know that to build a business isn't, isn't easy, but making money is supposed to be easy. So as a simple example of like actually how at the very beginning you target the right people too. So smart. And I always talk about that. That's the difference between basically shopping keywords and buying keywords. Yep. You know, a shopping keyword be someone searching for like new car versus the person searching for Ford F-150, like, you yeah. know, prices, whatever. But I got you. That's so powerful. Awesome, man. So we got enough time. You got, one, you got another one for me. We're blazing through these. Absolutely, dude. We've been, we've been crushing this. So I yeah. suppose my, a completely off-topic question then, just for my cool. personal enjoyment. You, I, you were talking with Roland Frazier in your other interview about acquiring a software company. Did that one go through? They, it, it, it's close. <laughs> it's okay. close. Cool. I can't really discuss what's happening with it. There's some <laughs> yeah. minor updates in the software that they're trying to fix. Yeah. And if those things get fixed, then we might actually step in with them. That okay, would be so our seventh company. Yes. Very cool. So let me ask you this. What was it that interested you about, about having a software component to what you're already doing? You know, we've had software before and typically I'm not a fan of it, to be quite honest with you. Because, I mean, man, you know, I know so many horror stories of people that have had this great idea and they come out and then Google or Facebook does the same thing and they put you out of business. So you have to be really careful with software. It has to be in line with something that I would actually use myself. If it's something that I would use myself, I like those types of companies. And if it's outside, obviously, now that we're kind of going into other companies and doing things where we can like leverage our skill sets to help them grow. If those types of companies happen to be software companies. It needs, I have to see that same vision like, okay, this is something that if I'm going to put my energy and we're going to grow this company, I want to make sure that this is software that's sustainable, that obviously it can adapt through time and it's not going to break and be, you know, buggy. Even though my name's not on the front, my energy is in, yeah. in the company. So these are all things that I'm looking at when we're acquiring them. But um, this particular company um, that I was referring to back then, they just, it was, it's software. It's something that's never been done before. Um, but there needed to be some adjustments to it. So if that definitely goes through, I'll, I'll, call, I'll text you and let you know what it more <laughs> off, off, off air. But yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Awesome, bro. So dude, so many powerful nuggets. Um, let me do this. Tell everybody where they can connect with you, how they can know, get to know you better. And then I'm going to dive into some of these notes here that, we, that I took here. Absolutely. Oh, dude, the easiest thing is probably just Facebook, you know, just Google my name, John Pemberthy. Um, best, I mean, you can look up my personal account, but just search for business pages, John Pemberthy business pages. You'll find my fan page and we, we've got a bunch of content on there. So that's the best place to find me. Awesome. And when's your next event, by the way? Uh, it's May. So our, our next big event is May 11th to the 13th of 2018 in London. Nice. Nice guys. So make sure you guys get to his events after April, May. So go to come to my event, go to his event and guys get better <laughs> at marketing. All right. So this is what I've got here. Let's see. Let me know how my note taking skills are. So just as same as me, you weren't a good student. So you were smart enough to realize I got to figure something else out and you found online marketing. And what was interesting is you started basically buying and selling bike parts, which was, you know, pretty cool. And uh, you found affiliate marketing and after a lot of hard work, started generating 10 to $20,000 per month. And I asked you a question. I said, what is your business model? How, how do you make money? What do you focus on? You said, number one, hands down is understanding your audience. Okay, I think people hear that, they know that, but how, I mean, I feel like that right there is like, like it should be tattooed on you. Like it's really part of your DNA. You really put in the effort to know your audience. So make sure you guys do that. You made a statement. You said pain points and desired outcomes. Before you do anything, before you hit the keyboard, you said before you set up an ad, you focus on pain points and desired outcome. And uh, let's see, 
we talked about hiring because um, obviously we're scaling. So the companies I'm telling you, I'm running each one of those businesses we're putting in teams in place for all the companies that we're acquiring. So that's why I was curious about that question. And you helped me. The first thing you did was you brought in an, a business, um, an operations manager to handle that hiring, which sparked something I'm going to implement immediately because I hate doing that as well. <laughs> Even though we have, we have a person that's doing it for all of them. I think I'm going to have a person for each company now. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, you talked about if you want to grow, okay, you, you wanted to grow your business, say what's the vision? And you said it gets to a point where it's not about the money anymore. You want to serve, you want to get back. And to be honest, man, you're right. You can't grow alone. Okay. If you want to do the things that I know you want to do, you have big dreams. Like we all have, can't do it by yourself. You want to have an amazing education company, be the go-to authority company in all of London. Uh, so you want to keep getting bigger facilities and, and you want to be able to do some in-house training, which we didn't get a chance to hit hit on but i think that's a great move as well so then i talked to you about selling how do you sell especially when you're selling work like we sell which is teaching people a skill set that basically we talked we were talking about this last night the beauty of our skill set we can get paid on both ends we can sell our own products and services and then we can do things like market and help other companies or acquire companies so it's like a skill that keeps on giving and you yeah. talked about focus on the benefits benefits are number one extremely important when you're doing your presentations your length of your content, all that mumble jumble of how much information you have is not that important. Uh, you want, um, let's see, what, oh, you want basically what it's going to do for them. All right. And then let's see, you brought it back. You said it all comes back to understanding your audience. And you said it's the difference between you running an ad targeting people who want to make money to you talking to people who are searching for how to build a business. How'd I do? Dude, it sounds like you've done this before. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I say it every, every time, man. Every time I do it. If I would have took notes like this, man, I might have been in Yale or something. But then everyone always goes, well, Vince, you might not be here. You might not be here if you would have taken good notes. But I appreciate yeah. you, my friend. Um, definitely powerful information. Guys, do me a favor. Make sure you guys connect with John. I'm sure his information will be on this video, somewhere around it. Um, connect with him. Learn from him. The guy's amazing. If you're in the London area, um, go see him speak. Go check out his events. And also do me a favor. Be sure to like, comment, and share. And let us know if you got value from this. You know, this is real. This is raw. This is just getting better. And that completes another episode of Internet Traffic Jam, the Battle Zone Edition. Any parting words, my friend? Do just appreciate you having me out, man. And greatly appreciate you. I love seeing what you're doing. Got great respect for you. And appreciate everyone else listening into this. Hope you got some good value. Hope you took as many notes as, uh, as Vince did. Because did. <laughs> That'll carry your business through the next few months. <laughs> awesome, guys. Like my buddy, my buddy Ray Higgins always says, your notes are uncashed checks. Yep. Your notes like are uncashed. Everything you learn today, you can get out there and share and put out there to the world and people will be attracted to you for that. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll see you guys on the internet. Later. Hey, what's going on? Vince Reed here. I know you got a ton of value from the content that I just shared with you, but I want to let you know that I have an additional bonus for you. How would you like to learn how to generate 2,100 quality leads for your business in less than 90 days and four lead generation and marketing strategies that you can use to actually get them? If so, go ahead and click on the link in the description of this video or visit ventreed.com forward slash win. I'll see you there.